Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Last troops exit Afghanistan, ending America's longest war. Hurricane Ida traps Louisianans, shatters the power grid. And EU takes US off safe travel list, backing travel restrictions. It's Tuesday, August 31. I'm Anthony Davis. The United States completed its withdrawal from Afghanistan late Monday, ending America's longest war and closing a chapter in military history likely to be remembered for colossal failures, unfulfilled promises and a frantic final exit that cost the lives of more than 180 Afghans and 13 US service members, some barely older than the war itself. Hours ahead of President Joe Biden's Tuesday deadline for shutting down a final airlift and thus ending the US war, Air Force transport planes carried a remaining contingent of troops from Kabul airport. Thousands of troops had spent a harrowing two weeks protecting a hurried and risky airlift of tens of thousands of Afghans, Americans and others seeking to escape a country once again ruled by Taliban militants. In announcing the completion of the evacuation and war effort, General Frank McKenzie, head of U.S. Central Command, said the last planes took off from Kabul airport at 3.29 p.m. Washington time, or one minute before midnight in Kabul. He said a number of American citizens, likely numbering in the very low hundreds, were left behind, and that he believes they will still be able to leave the country. Biden said military commanders unanimously favored ending the airlift, not extending it. He said he asked Secretary of State Antony Blinken to coordinate with international partners in holding the Taliban to their promise of safe passage for Americans and others who want to leave in the days ahead. The airport had become a US-controlled island, a last stand in a 20-year war that claimed more than 2,400 American lives. The closing hours of the evacuation were marked by extraordinary drama. American troops faced the daunting task of getting final evacuees onto planes, while also getting themselves and some of their equipment out, even as they monitored repeated threats. And at least two actual attacks by the Islamic State Group's Afghanistan affiliate. Rescuers in boats, helicopters and high-water trucks brought hundreds of people, trapped by Hurricane Ida's floodwaters, to safety on Monday, and utility repair crews rushed in after the furious storm swamped the Louisiana coast and ravaged the electrical grid in the stifling late-summer heat. Residents living amid the maze of rivers and bayous along the state's Gulf Coast retreated desperately to their attics or roofs and posted their addresses on social media with instructions for search and rescue teams on where to find them. 
More than a million homes and businesses in Louisiana and Mississippi, including all of New Orleans, were left without power as Ida, one of the most powerful hurricanes ever to hit the U.S. mainland, pushed through on Sunday. The damage was so extensive that officials warned it could be weeks before the power grid was repaired. As the storm was downgraded to a tropical depression on Monday afternoon and continued to make its way inland with torrential rain, it was blamed for at least two deaths, a motorist who drowned in New Orleans and a person hit by a falling tree outside Baton Rouge. But with many roads impassable and cell phone service out in places, the full extent of its fury was still coming into focus. The governor's office said damage to the power grid appeared catastrophic, dispiriting news for those without refrigeration or air, or air conditioning during the dog days of summer, with highs forecast in the mid-80s to near 90 by midweek. The European Union recommended on Monday that its 27 nations reinstate restrictions on tourists from the US because of rising coronavirus infections there, but member countries will keep the option of allowing fully vaccinated US travellers in. The decision by the European Council to remove the US from a safe list of countries for non-essential travel reverses the advice that it gave in June, when the bloc recommended lifting restrictions on all US travellers before the summer tourism season. The EU's decision reflects growing anxiety that the rampant spread of the virus in the US could jump to Europe at a time when Americans are allowed to travel to the continent. Both the EU and the US have faced rising infections this summer, driven by the more contagious Delta variant. American tourists should expect a mismatch of travel rules across the continent, since the EU has no unified COVID-19 tourism policy and national EU governments have the authority to decide whether or how they keep their borders open during the pandemic. U.S. travelers would have to be immunized with one of the vaccines approved by the bloc, which includes Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson. Possible restrictions on U.S. travelers could include quarantines, further testing requirements upon arrival, or even a total ban on all non-essential travel from the U.S. In Washington, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki stressed on Monday that the EU travel restrictions applied to the unvaccinated, saying that the fastest path to reopening travel is for people to get vaccinated, to mask up and slow the spread of the deadly virus. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.